0: Are you sheltering in place, isolated, feeling alone?
1: <coughs>
0: well, then, you're just like us. Hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the quarantined hit, it's time for... suck tash shut in. The Soundcast stimulus package featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And now, here's your host for this episode, Tyson Sainer! In-sainer. 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 In-sainer.
2: Salutone, and Felicia Turquia sermino I am your every other week host for this 230th episode of the Soundcast now called Suckatash Shut-In. And for those of you who don't speak Esperanto, it is Turkey Week here in the still somewhat United States of America, where at least one turkey is pardoned every Thanksgiving. Right now, there are heated debates attempting to establish whether or not this year's turkey can pardon itself. Time will tell on that one. Last week on episode 229, show creator Mark Hershon brought you another terrific interview with frequent Suckatash guest, Dana Carvey. That show is still available on all Soundcast streaming platforms and, of course, on the webpage over at suckatash.libsyn.com. Libsyn is L-I-B-S-Y-N, which you may already be visiting and reading this along with listening to it. Hello. Right now, California is going through a pretty substantial new infection period of COVID-19 and a curfew will be in effect starting, I believe, Saturday the 21st. Uh, it it is. It is actually Saturday the 21st right now, and it is, in effect, um, or will be in two hours, but at the moment not in the county I'm living in. Anyway, the saner households will be having a Thanksgiving Zoom get-together to make up for not being able to visit each other's living spaces. Although this is saddening, we'd rather not play games with our loved ones' lives so that we will be more likely to visit them in the future and have other holidays with them for many years. Or maybe this is the new normal. I suspect VR tech is going to have its time to shine before too long. In this episode, I have clips for you from the Soundcasts, Why Hard with a Vengeance, Casting Cousins, a podcast about rap by two recovering white rappers, and Review Review. That is... well, I'll get to that later. I've also got what seems to be the only Thanksgiving-themed ad from our longtime fake sponsor, Henderson's Pants, and selected readings from scrumpoetry.com, which is, of course our 100% fake sponsor with the 100% real website. So let's get started. First up tonight, Lie Hard with a Vengeance, from Paul Blakely and Rick Alden. Its description says, Two, and then quote, men, unquote, four lies, two truths. Why not take a break from the real world and come and wrap your ears around this weekly comedy game show? It's clean, too, so your kids and pets can listen, and... Add this to the sales pitch. It's British, so that's fun. Marvel at the morsels of pirate knowledge you never had. Gasp at hitherto ungrasped info about bees. And best of all, why not play along yourselves? Keep it down if you're on the train, mind. Don't be that guy. So I went back to the earliest episode I could find, which is from September the 16th, 2018. The episode is called Medical Advances and Beards. And its episode description is actually exactly the same as uh, the show description. So there's that.
3: Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Lie Hard with a Vengeance. I'm your host, Paul Blakely, and I'm aided and abetted by country bumpkin, Rick <laughs> or, The game is simple. It works like this. I will present Rick with three statements on a given subject, only one of which is true. It is Rick's job to separate fact from fiction. At halftime, we switch ends, and it will then fall to me to sniff out the truth. Today's subjects are medical advances, and
4: beards. Rick? Hello, hello, how's it going? (laughs) Call me me on the op. (laughs) Rick, we're going to start with beards. Oh, yeah. You ready for this? You can't grow a beard. (laughs) (laughs)
3: No, but I can sure talk about them. Okay. With three facts. Fact number one. In 1535, Serial Spanish spy, Rodrigo Lopez, prepared for yet another mission in England. That's a racist name. Having been largely unsuccessful during previous attempts, Rodrigo cunningly grew an English-style beard to blend in. When caught and executed, the executioner made a point of cutting Senor Lopez's beard off first, waving it at the crowd and declaring it guilty in its own right. A guilty beard? Everyone's got a guilty beard, haven't they? (laughs) But fact two. Including Rodrigo. Fact two. As part of Operation Mongoose, in the 1960s, the CIA tried a variety of ingenious methods to undermine Fidel Castro's communist government in Cuba. Ooh. Even Mr Castro's beard wasn't safe. The CIA planned to use chemical warfare to make the dictator's facial hair fall out. Without his iconic beard, Fidel's ability to rally the troops and appear in public would have been significantly reduced. This is a tricky one. Okay. three. Yeah. In 1980, oh, yeah. heavily bearded American Austin, Texas, was seeking medical help. I am after not com- having this. After complaining of hearing repetitive animal sounds, which kept him up at night. Austin's doctor was quickly able to locate the source of the noise. A tiny bird in bird was found to have made Mr. Texas's beard
4: his home. Little bird in the beard. Little bird in the beard. That's right, Rick. Find the fact. Right then. So, um, let's have a, have a think. First of all, beard-wise, yeah. have you ever gone for a beard, pull? I, I tried it once, but Did get, you really? it, it gets too itchy. Yeah, just, I get an itchy neck. Oh. Never mind saying? I get a really oh, yeah. itchy neck.
3: Yeah, and you start having to give it a bit of a scratch, don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the yeah. time. Bits it, of skin. And, too the much thing, m- and then they say, oh, when you get to a certain point, it stops itching. I don't know what point that is. <laughs> I never found it. But it must must be when your beard hit, hits your
4: knees, I would have thought. Serial Spanish... Serial sp- spy?
3: Yes, it's a tricky one for you to get out, isn't it?
4: Rodrigo, I've I've known you've got a bit of a, a fascination for putting names that aren't necessarily right, but they sound... Like they could be of that nation. That doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, you asking that's, me whether that basically, is basically that was a little a window into my brain. <laughs> it's remarkable what actually comes out, considering that's the clay with <laughs> that's which the, I start. That's, that's
3: the cream, is it? I know uh, that's, oh that's, that's the
4: input. Um, Ooh, so you cunning, I mean, you've put cunningly grew an English style beard. How yes. do you cunningly grow a beard? Well, now
3: here's the thing. So in in Spain at the time, mm, beards, were ve- beards were very popular all over the world. Okay? okay, in the in the known world, really. But in Spain, they were slightly different. So, like, you could probably tell someone was a Spaniard by the type, by the cut of his beard, if you like. Okay. Uh, and so, Hernan Cortes, yeah,
4: very pointy.
3: Very pointy. Like a pointy
4: beard. Very
3: they? pointy. Whereas in England, a more rounded uh, beard would suffice and keep the
4: Her Majesty. Pleasured. You said. You said the executioner made a point cutting the beard off first and saying it was guilty in its own right. That's now, right. Now, how do you hold a beard? Yeah. Because if it's a disguised beard, it's yeah. stuck together. If it's taken off the chin, yeah, it's just now,
3: a collection of bits of hair, and
4: it's just going to waft away in the wind well, like a dandelion I mean, clock. He
3: may. He may. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And he blew it, blew it onto the
3: crown. in the front row. Were, <laughs> yeah. And they were like, I don't want any
4: Spanish beard on me. By. Is it the mother of Spain's beard or have I made that up? Oh, that's the thing people say in the past, isn't it? Okay, have mother... jumped on that. the mother of Spain's
3: beard. Oh, that is, one, yes. is it? That is yeah. a good one. okay. Must All be right. a fact there, right. was That one, that. okay.
4: Operation Mongoose, I think it's a thing. I think I've heard okay. of this before. Operation Mongoose. Unless I've just heard of operations and mongoose as separate entities. Yeah. Is that um, multiple mongoose? See, you don't know. This, this, yeah, uh, but mongoose, so. they're mongoose. <laughs> but The CIA? Yes. Yeah, Fidel exist. Castro, yes. <laughs> all, all of this is right. Okay, you're, just you're, necessarily you're, i just not you're each of these things. Okay, yeah. And uh, Chemical warfare to make the dictator's facial hair fall out. Yeah. Now, you see, I don't think you can target the facial hair. Uh, with chemical warfare? Yeah, so if I'm going to hurl a load of... Uh, what is it? Veet? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Is it Veet? Veet's not a
3: thing. Now, no, that is kind of the thing. It uh, was, it was like... Are you, it you was, jumping on it. It was like Veet. IMac.
4: It's it's called. I can't remember what the what the. Comp but it's going to get in your that. hair. So his, yeah. his hair's going to fall out as well. Oh, well his sure. hairs. I mean, fall they, out. They, okay, they were like. He's and... going to be. He's going to look like Casper. He's going to be smooth. <laughs> yeah, but that that's good enough. Actually, that... I wouldn't respect Casper as a dictator. That would, if Casper could... tried to dictate me, I'd say back in your box, Casper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, if you want to reach out to them, you can find the Lie Hard with a Vengeance podcast on Twitter at Lie Hard Show. That is L I E H A R D S H O W. There is also a liehardshow.com <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Casting Cousins, a podcast about rap by two recovering white rappers. So that is from Kissing Cousins. Now, I should point out that casting in both casting and kissing is uh, spelled with a K. So casting is K-A-S-T-I-N-G, and Cousins is spelled C-U-Z-Z-I-N-S in both cases. So its description says, In the early 2000s, two white guys from Metro Detroit thought, Hey, maybe we should start rapping. Over the decade that followed... The duo would go on to produce hundreds of beats, rhymes, and remixes under the name Kissing Cousins. The results were varied. In this podcast, we take a hard and honest look back at the Casey discography. We share the stories behind each track, the artists that inspired us, and the logic behind our oft-cringe-inducing lyrics. So the clip I have selected is from the show from November 1st, 2020. It's called The Bullet with the Butterfly Wings Effect, and then in parentheses and in quotes, The Heist. The episode description says there's no time for games or game plans. This week, we're reviewing the pinnacle of our rap career, a cartoonish heist track aptly titled The Heist. Along the way, we explore some more famous tales of thievery by the notorious B.I.G., Slick Rick, Ghostface Killer, and more. To aid in the discussion, we're joined by our good friend and unofficial KC historian, Brendan Roney. He poses some interesting quarries and even spills some decade-old beef. And then in parentheses, it says bleh with an exclamation point and then join us, question mark. Uh, the clip is the beginning of the discussion, including a bit of the song itself.
5: So I'm going to go ahead and pipe in the beginning of today's track, The Heist. I would like,
4: if I may, to take you on a strange
6: Yo,
5: man, this boring. No, I mean... Look at all the ancient knickknacks and shit. This sucks.
6: Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? What do we have here?
5: Here. Mother of Pearl, I found the Mother of Pearls. I'll snatch up a couple babies and give them to my girl. Throw me my dollar sign sack. E-gabs, and the like. Dude, what the fuck is that? It's a shadow from a flashlight. We're on a heist, man. No time for games or game plans. Just get the ancient shit. Let's check the caveman exhibit. I'm getting livid, buddy's right. We're gonna be here all night. Might as well appreciate the curator's delight. I'll grab a couple of these. You slip these jewels in your sack. No time to laugh now. I've got to scope out the back. There's like a hundred big crates marked fragile and shit. And if I don't get Loop my girl be having a fit because she's so tired of just doing what we do to get by dude you don't have a girlfriend come on man place in time we've got to get to the mummy display so i can steal some gold scarabs pocket that shit
6: and straight rock like cherub the cops ain't likely to catch up with
0: us not tonight so we can all be quiet and peaceful and listen to the
5: music so i was going through our gmail to find out any records or find any records we had of discussing the heist And I found an email from 2006 where there were some of the initial elements of the heist in it. We didn't record this song until 2008. I didn't do the beat until 2008. But in 2006, I had been like, we should do a song that's like about a heist. (laughs) <laughs> and that's how it started. So without having a beat, I sent you some lyrics that we didn't use, but Chris, the lyrics that you sent back, we did you did use. It's largely your verse. Holy shit, no spin. way, really? That's Let crazy. Me, I'll share my screen with you guys so that you can so that you can see. So I said I was apparently going to rap. Well, would you look at that diamond? This says it's worth like 150 But man, that way that puppy's glowing got me thinking about thievery. And now I'm standing, smiling, got my stash around my fingers. New from the get-go. I had to have a mustache for this. Yeah, While the tour guide's sure. moving on, I've got intent that still linger, lingers. I need a monocle, a modest goal, a snifter full of brandy, a mansion for my mistress I can use for eye candy, and candy's always sweeter when you steal it from a baby. Oh, baby. Chris, the diamond here is driving me crazy. <laughs> this is so good. I, and I love what the other song is too, but this is great too, man. Okay. I wrote a chorus that we didn't use which is going to be the heist think of the money we'll make the heist i could go back to eating steak the heist could buy a car of any make the heist but they could burn us at the stake
1: I think uh i think the
5: chorus we used is a glow up i agree i think everything about the final version but the point the point is that like we talked about this in 2006 Oh my God, it's all, it's all my lyrics. Yep. For the first you two say, verses. So you, your, la, your second set of, ver, your second verse though changes. So you said, man, let's snatch that museum garb. I thought this was your jewelry store. We don't have time for details. Yo, there's a security guard. Act hard, think quick, grab a painting, grab my dick, use my mm-hmm. jackknife to make quick work of rent a copy, kept that, kept that, but uh-huh. you closed it. And instead, you say, and halfway to eBay, you can buy and sell just about anything these days, including the story of KC and the museum caper.
2: <laughs> Meta. I wow.
5: don't even know how you were gonna rhyme that, but you were I don't like
1: either. Well, it didn't stay, you know. We changed it. This is weird. I, this is a yeah. super rough draft, but it looks like I kept like 90% of it.
5: So yeah, so, I mean there there is a version of this song that never came to be. That, that started in 2006. So apparently, however, That's, this song turned out, we felt so strongly about the concept oh yeah. of the heist. We got to use
1: it. We got to have that on the album. Got to have the heist song, right? That's wild. And,
5: And I was thinking about what possible motivation we could have had, or I could have had, because I feel like I forced you into doing this this concept. But I was thinking, like, there's there's a there's a legacy of well, didn't force you into it. I think you were ready and willing. But yeah, but like, (laughs) you didn't have to strong arm me. I'm like, yeah, I definitely rap about (laughs) this stuff. It's fucking awesome. I love it. There's a legacy of great rap tracks about heists.
2: You can find Casting Cousins on Twitter at Casting Cousins, the way I spelled it earlier, with a K, A-S-T-I-N-G-N-S-E-U-Z-Z-I-N-S. And there is also a CastingCousins.com, spelled exactly the same way. They will probably be revisiting this this show to get a handle on uh, more of their catalog, or to listen to more of their catalog,
1: I should say, because I find it entertaining. Hello, friends, and Happy Thanksgiving from everyone at Henderson's Pants. Rather than waiting for Black Friday and getting dunked in the middle of the shopping deluge, we've got an early treat for all your meat, if your meat of choice happens to be turkey. Introducing Henderson's new Turkey Trousers, just in time for the traditional holiday feast. Turkey Trousers, though stylish and available in a variety of snappy fall colors, bring something else to the table that isn't as obvious to the casual observer. They're made with Henderson's patented expanding waistband, the Waist Not Want Not, which allows you to go from svelte to stocky in a single meal, and without having to unbelt, unsnap, or unzip your pants in an uncouth manner. How, you might ask? Well, friends, the belt is built in, and simply a part of the Waist Not Want Not expanding design. Before dinner, your pants are as snug as a bug in a rug, so there's no need for a real belt to hold them up. After you stuff your face with turkey and cranberry sauce and sweet potatoes with that marshmallow stuff on top and string beans in the disgusting jello mold with stuff floating in it and pumpkin pie with whipped cream, not to mention highballs and eggnog and wine, the waistband expands as you do but always with just enough extra room so you don't feel, or looked, stuffed to the rafters. And after dinner, the waste not want not has enough extra give that you can pull your Henderson's turkey trousers right up around your chin and burrow into the couch for a well-deserved nap. Originally designed for use by the Incredible Hulk, Kim Kardashian's ass, and the entire Mormon Tabernacle Choir, Henderson's turkey trousers are available wherever bedraggled-looking Santas are standing outside ringing their bells for your spare change. That's Henderson's, makers of shin sheaths and butt cradles since 1621. And now, back to Succotash.
0: This episode of Suckatash is sponsored in part by TrumpPoetry.com, a chronological ode to a fake muse. Enjoy a rhyming spin on the news of the day every day, as well as over 500 archived daily verses thoroughly covering the White House, America, and the world with a sticky caramel coating that's impossible to remove. That's T-R-U-M poetry.com. Everything you need to know in rhyming couplets. TrumpPoetry.com.
2: Yes, TrumpPoetry.com. I've got a couple here for you, a couple of short ones. They are from the 18th of November of 2020 and the 19th of November 2020. They're number 63 and 62, respectively. Here's how the first one goes. Yes, many have found him uncouth, and he acts like a petulant youth, whose crass and self-serving But what's more unnerving is his four-year-long war against truth. And then the next one from the 19th. An amazing new record has hit. A quarter mill have died from it. Would things be that bad if only we had a president who gave a shit? Right? Right. And finally this evening, a soundcast called Review Review. Now... I alluded to earlier that there was some explanation required, so I should point out that the first instance of the word review is spelled R-E-V-I-E-W, and the second is R-E-V-U-E. So it's a review-review, which sounds the same but looks different. It's from HeadGum Network, and it is listed as a weekly show hosted by Riley Anspaugh and Jeffrey James that blends conversation and improv comedy based on the most absurd reviews on the Internet. And then it does say you can email your own reviews into uh, into their their address here, which is reviewreviewshow at gmail.com. And the host will read them on the show. So I have picked a clip from an episode from November 10th, 2020, called Live, Laugh, Love, Artwork. And it features guest Lauren Lapkus. As it says in its description, comedian Lauren Lapkus, it says, co-host of Newcomers. And by the way, I've listened to Newcomers recently, and it is... Uh, delightful uh comedian lauren Lapkus joins riley and jeff to read reviews about live laugh love artwork and to discuss extreme home makeovers white elephant gifts and triplet rivalries
7: so here's this is one of those variations it's more than it's listen at the end of the day it's more than just living laughing and loving because this one they got specific with it so the title <laughs> it's live laugh love three-piece canvas print they're three 12 by 12 panels um so i'm gonna put it's huge (laughs) it's so big (laughs) i'm gonna put it in the chat um just so you guys can get get a little sense what we're talking about if you want to follow along on the instagram um so this one they have live every moment laugh every day and love beyond words It's pretty i don't know i think we all need to hear it um so this review really it's really It's really it's big. (laughs) It's so much bigger than it should be. Yes. Um, So this is a five-star review. Hmm.
6: What is this? (laughs) There's like weird squares behind it that look like an old AOL background.
7: And it looks like the
8: paint got onto the black part and it wasn't supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
7: (laughs) The people who reviewed it. Um, they got one, and but it's the colors are reversed, so it's <laughs> it just it's and their wall is dark. It just doesn't look good. It's a five star review from Blue Eyed Mum. We can uh, Jeff, do you want to give Blue Eyed Mum a made up last name?
6: Yeah, so Blue Eyed Mum is all hyphenated. Her first name, her that's last her for name, her legal they, first name. Blue Eyed Mum, yeah. Okay, Um, and then her last name is Chrysanthemum. <laughs>
7: okay. So her name is Blue Eyed Mum Chrysanthemum. Yes, got it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> five, five stars from Blue-eyed Mum Chrysanthemum. The title is Love These. Okay, here we go. We recently moved into a new house and was looking for the perfect piece to go on the quote-unquote big wall in the living room that went with our live, laugh, love theme. And these are just it. They're good quality and just the right size, but not too big. They come with the hanging accessories, but I didn't use them as they hung perfectly without. Wow. Just that...
8: Your theme is live, laugh, love, and then you're so, and then you're excited that something that says live, laugh, love is exactly on theme. It's like (laughs) the theme is specific and is three words, and this art has those three words. Like, I can't, I don't know. I would rather stare at a big blank wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! You know what I really hate are those like decals people put on the walls that say like live, laugh, love. It's like a sticker, Mm -hmm. but it looks like it was like painted on. Oh, that 's brutal, you know what I also notice, unlike a lot of reality t v shows like okay, so I watched Ninety Day fiance and mm-hmm. um angela on uh, it's she 's a famous character from the show. She has these on her walls, but they one thing I really notice about people on t v just which is just a glimpse inside people 's homes, so probably a lot of people had this things are hung way too high. So it's like above her head, it's like live, laugh, love or something, but like weirdly, like it's like not supposed to be above your head. Like it's like yeah. just kind of up there and then there's nothing else here. And like, so then it just kind of ma- makes a, the room look really oddly uh, proportioned. And so I, I know exactly people, what you mean. You know, like people need to, this yep. is the thing, like you have to Google how to hang a painting. Even if you're think it's just yeah. some, whatever thing that you bought at wherever it doesn't matter what it is. There's something about hanging it at the right eye line that just makes it so much more attractive, and I'm just putting that out there.
6: Yeah, <laughs> this this review makes me think of those shows where like the homeowner gets kind of sent away and they remodel oh, like, their extremely. house for them. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
8: <laughs> oh my god! All
6: right, are you ready for the big reveal? <laughs> the oh my happy god. couple, newlyweds. <laughs>
7: <Yes>. <laughs> we have been dreaming of this day as long as we can remember. We're really excited oh my god i hope it's exactly what we asked
8: for i hope it's exactly that or i will go bananas
6: now if you're (laughs) just tuning in this as you know is extreme home makeovers baton rouge edition we are here with staniel and Evelyn, and we are about to do the big reveal we you trusted us seven days I didn't we're gonna want completely it. i didn't, you,
7: she, she, she didn't want to trust you but staniel didn't no, want to no he did not no he did not but we waited very patiently in that marriott you put us up in it was beautiful how was the and how was the buffet the continental
6: breakfast
5: uh,
8: um, very very well you had an issue
7: well it was the eggs could have been warmer let's <laughs> just say that the eggs could have been let's just say warmer. we had a
8: chat with the manager and yeah. the eggs of them are... having a
6: chat with the manager <laughs> Hi, can I help you?
8: Yeah, you can help me. Um, my wife here has a serious problem she wants to talk to you about. Say Honey,
7: we don't, have, we don't have to do, we don't have to do it. this. For, it's okay. I, wait, Just say it. Sir, we really...
8: If you don't say the eggs are
7: frigid. The eggs were
8: frigid. Um, Look me frigid? dead in my eye. Look me dead in my eye and tell me that you are happy that your hotel serves frigid eggs.
6: I, I have to say that's not the standard that we like to hold ourselves to. I'm so sorry. I'd
2: love to pay for your meal and give you more eggs. All right. So, yeah, you can go to headgum.com to find review, review. Uh, You can also find it wherever Soundcasts are, such as places like Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. And you could find the show on Twitter at ReviewReviewShow, spelled as indicated earlier. So, there you have it. Another week, another episode. Another year, another holiday season. I'm just going to put this out there. The holiday season is really about how we are all supposed to be nice to each other for a few days a year. Like, you know nice on Thanksgiving, shitty on Black Friday, and nice again on Christmas, and on into the new year. I don't personally need the holiday season to tell my loved ones how I feel about them. I tell them all the time, because life is short and filled with uncertainties. I relate to the heaviness of showing someone you really care about them by staying the fuck away from them. It's no fun. But, with effort, one day we will theoretically be able to hug each other again. Those of us who willingly receive hugs, that is. And you can give presents to people any time of the year. For example, you could give this show the present of a favorable review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher any time of the year, as well as telling people to listen to us while providing them with the where and how of it all. Sharing is caring. And being cautious so as to not accidentally share COVID-19 is also caring. Until next time... I'm Tyson Sainer for Mark Hershon, Bill Haywatt, Joe Paulino, Scott Carvey, and Kenny Durgis, reminding you to wear a mask in public, and if you could, please, pass the succotash.
0: You've been listening to Succotash Shut In, the Soundcast Stimulus Package, with your host, Tyson Sainer. brought to you by Henderson's Pants, Trumppoetry.com. and imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on iHeartRadio, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on the <laughs> laughable app, and tattooed on your mother's rear end. You can hear us streaming and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Suckatash Show, email us at T-Y-S-O-N at SuckatashShow.com, or call into the Suckatash Skype line at our toll call number, 818-921-7212. number again is 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcast directly to us using our direct upload link at Hightail.com slash U slash Suckatash. The production of Succotash is overseen by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is still Kenny Durges. And until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please wash your hands and pass the Succotash. Goodbye.